All right, we're live. Hey. Hey. Hi. I woke up and, um, you know, I'm scrolling on Twitter this morning and I come across, I don't, I don't remember what account it was, but it was just like relaying, like, here's the latest products that have been recalled. Okay. And the heating blanket I bought in November that my mom is currently using oh, apparently catches on no. fire. Oh, <laughs> wait. Geez. What? Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't concerned because I knew she only like uses it to like warm up the bed like when she's getting into bed and then doesn't use it for like the rest of the night. Sure. Okay. But just like man, that it's a bummer because I really liked that blanket. <laughs> Yeah, it, had this, sucks. it was super soft. It had this great timer feature. And so I had to like go on their website to like get the refund. And the refund process involves me having to take a photo that I have cut the power cable. What? Just Amazing. so you can't like resell it or keep it? Yeah, like or like use it after they give me a refund in some way. I mean, I guess I, mean, I, I can guess keep it. I get it. It's like how we used yeah. to have to like rip the covers off of books that we would throw away when we right. went to GameStop. Maybe. Yeah, right. yeah. So I mean, I could use it as like a regular blanket, um, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So, so I like tweeted because I got I got the recommendation from Wirecutter. I like tweeted at Wirecutter saying like, "Hey, what heating blanket should I use now? Because the one you recommended to me lights on fire." <laughs> <laughs> Um, they haven't responded yet, but I was looking through. They don't have any other heating blankets they recommend, and it's like, man, I, luckily it's like just starting to get a bit warmer, so I have a few months. But anyways, someone's saying I can rewire a power cord. This thing, at the best of times, catches on fire. I'm not yeah. rewiring <laughs> a power cord. It's a good point. Yeah. Roll them bones, baby. Roll them bones. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what's the worst that could happen? I'm, I'm just asleep. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's how uh, that's how my Thursday's been going. How about you guys? Eh. Okay. Anything new? Yeah, I, just, I just finished streaming, so. Okay. Did a oh. crowd control Mega Man X race. Nice. Oh yeah, oh, I, shit. I saw that. Yeah. 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 So then we, we finished that, and it was like so close to, uh, so close to the podcast. We we're just like, eh, I'll just play Fortnite for a bit. So. Sure. Did you stream win? That. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Did you win the the race? Yes, I did win that. Okay. Nice. nice. Right on. Right on. Despite chat's best efforts. <laughs> Was there like Twitch integration or something? Yeah, so Crown Control basically lets you like mess around with a game so they could lock me. It was Mega Man X, so they could lock me into like a specific sub weapon. Um, they can make it so that I was invincible or that the enemies were invincible. They could recharge boss health meters. It was just like all nonsense. Oh, okay. Right on. Cool. And Paul, anything new with you? Nope. Well, next week I get to go to GDC and PAX East. Oh, God, you're going to do both? I'm doing That's both. busy week. Oh, I, um, boy. Um, oh, boy. I, I purposely did not book very many uh, games at PAX East. One, because not a ton that I was getting invited to were jumping out to me, but also because I want to spend some time in Boston because I've never been there. I'm also planning to do a day trip out of Boston to Salem uh, to do some witch oh, stuff. Yeah. Cool. Because uh, Salem is like a 30-minute train ride away. 
So why not? Uh, so I'll go there and check that out as well. But yeah, Boston, I got a busy week next week. Absolutely for sure. Uh, but hoping that I get to play uh, Zelda at PAX East. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because they, be cool. they have I, said I it's going to be there. I would be stunned if they didn't bring the demo. I would absolutely stunned. No, they, they, they are bringing the demo. I'm sure it's going to be swamped with people. So I'm trying to yeah. like use some connections to like actually get like a time slot for that one. That's the one I would really, really ah, like. Ah, smart. Yeah. Smart, smart. Yeah. Makes and sense. I don't have that lined up yet. So I'm, I've, I've put some feelers out and I'm hoping I get some emails back. But yeah, I would really enjoy, like to play Zelda uh, if I can. So. Sure. All right, let's do the show. Top down perspective for March 16th. I'm Sean Booker. And Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. Paul, did you play anything? Uh, not that I want to talk about, no. Okay. But John played some stuff. Yep. Fortnite, baby! <laughs> oh, sure. I, I mean, I've been playing Fortnite. <laughs> we oh, can talk okay. about that a sure. bit. Sure, yeah. I technically played a game of Fortnite. Okay. What made you play it? Oh, I have a I have a buddy who's really into it. So every now and then he'll be like, will you please play with me? Because if I play with you, there'll be more bots in the game and then I can get a win. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's why my nephews want to play with me so much, because that's how they keep getting wins. (laughs) And the skin I use, I don't even have like a cool skin. If you if you get an Xbox Series S, they give you like a couple things in Fortnite. There's like a Fortnite like tie-in um so i have that skin it's like a purple lady that's the one I use. okay everyone's favorite xbox mascot purple lady yeah exactly true yeah no uh nephews wanted to play it again so i got into it again uh and then played it on stream a couple times and some people were like yo this actually seems fun so like i've got a bunch of people that want to play i think uh paul last night you had did popsky join you he did, yeah. He joined oh. me, so we had a couple of games together too. Hilarious! I would have played, but like I had to get up at like three thirty to drive Reese to the airport. So, yeah, I think the message was like John will play later. I was yeah. Like, okay, I wasn't expecting him to play at all, frankly. So it's kind of amazing that he even saw the invite. <laughs> well, because the funny thing was, I saw you your going live message, and then there was something in it that had Fortnite in it either in the name or like the thumbnail and i just started laughing so i'm like there's no fucking way so i went and checked and said you were doing sumo recap i'm like oh, okay never mind i imagined it and then later yeah, Fortnite you, was after yeah and that was after and i just started laughing at that <laughs> so what's your go-to skin or what are you rocking right now chris john redfield. cena chris redfield okay no. i don't think john oh, Cena's no. even in as a skin as <laughs> one's jill abs- valentine so we can't play together oh <laughs> no just- john cena <laughs> is nerdy. definitely can't in have that, that game for sure i've seen tons of that so john cena yeah yeah is. and is i think actually? that yeah oh yeah yeah and he, he you can do that like you can't see me emote you can get that as well oh, the- yeah true okay yeah um all oh, right because like undertaker and a bunch of other wrestlers when there i forgot yeah i think at this point you just have to kind of exist and you'll get a Fortnite deal i mean that's the hope i'd love yeah. it yeah 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 um i did Mr. Beast had like a mode somewhat recently that was Fall Guy. No, yeah, that was Fall Guys. Uh, oh, it sucked. Th- oh, I hated okay, playing that. That it was so bad. <laughs> um, that sucks. And it was super weird. 
because there's just like videos of him that will like play between the rounds. That is weird. <laughs> that is a little weird. And as someone is who like is a custom map or something like that, it was like yeah, custom well, mode. It's a f- mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Because it's Fall Guys, so it's like here's like oh, do you remember the mode from Fall Guys where you have to like jump on the like fruit thing so it doesn't fall? Yeah. We just made that, but we did it so quickly, it kind of looks a bit shitty. And also, Mr. Beast full motion video is playing up above you if you want to watch them. And I, as someone who has watched zero Mr. Beast, I was just like. What is happening? This mode sucks. But I like Fall Guys, so I should just go play that game. I do remember seeing the Mr. Beast skin and just being like, so they, they've come full circle and they're just doing people now. Yep, <laughs> yep. Like they're just doing YouTubers now. I mean, All they right. did that with Ninja and a bunch of others. Like there's a bunch of YouTubers. My nephews even play a some YouTuber skin. That That's fair. <laughs> Mr. Beast is huge. So I thought you were about to say my nephews even have a skin in there. (laughs) (laughs) If they have their if they have the way they want it, they'll eventually figure out a way. They'll they'll figure out some way. Yeah, I wonder like what percentage of kids under the age of ten, like one of their like goals in life is to have a skin in Fortnite. Absolutely, absolutely, like a solid chunk. A solid chunk of them, yeah. Yeah. Like they write that on like school. Like, hey, write down like 10 goals you have. And they write down, I want to, oh, yeah. I want to get a skin in Fortnite. Whereas like when, back in my day, I was writing down like, I want to eat a party sub by myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, achievable goals. Yeah. yeah, you know, normal things. Yeah, I, I was in grade school. I said I want to be like a, a firefighter and like or a hockey player and a Power Ranger like my dad because he played like okay. a rec league team. And I just. Nice. Dressed up as a Power Ranger? Oh, okay. No, I just liked Power Rangers. I just want to be a Power Ranger. Sure. Yeah, I I totally heard that as like, I want to be like my dad, you know, a Power Ranger. Yeah, Yeah, no, I I, I couldn't remember what the hell I said. It was like, it was like a hockey player and something else like my dad. And like, I don't think he was, I thought I almost said a firefighter, but I don't think he was a volunteer firefighter at the time. Don't remember. But like, I also really wanted to be a Power Ranger. Isn't hockey also five on five? So you could do Power Rangers. If everyone wanted to pick it. Yeah. Like that's totally doable. Hockey team. Let's go. Yeah. That's got to have been a thing at this point. I would have to. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Honestly, that might make me watch hockey for like once. And then my dad will really love me. Finally. (laughs) Finally. yeah. Yeah. He accepts you finally. Exactly. Uh, John, you've also been playing some Pokemon. Yeah. So I'm playing Pokemon Violet for probably the dumbest of reasons. I got invited to a Twitch Rivals event for Pokemon. Okay. What is Twitch nice. Rivals? Twitch Rivals is like they're, they have this, uh, these tournaments they run with like partners and affiliates every now and then. They're usually for games like Fortnite or whatever, but every now and then they do Nintendo stuff. And they're doing a Pokemon event that's being run by one of the previous world champions in Pokemon. Okay. So uh, on Wednesday of next week, they're doing, uh, they give you a four hour block and you have to run around and as, accomplish as much in game as you can in four hours, like beat as oh. many gym leaders, defeat as many like Titan Pokemon, yeah. uh, defeat as many team star bases, et cetera, all that. And then mm-hmm. after the four hours are up, like you get ranked on how much of that you all did. And uh, then you get points and that seeds you for the second day where you put in a round robin tournament for, uh, for Pokemon using the Pokemon you caught in those four hours. So, um, okay. You have to like speed run the game, but also catch enough Pokemon to try to build up a proper competitive team and then gonna, win a competitive tournament the next day. I was going to say, if the second round is like 
where you can actually like win the whole thing is is there a strategy there where you don't complete anything in the first round but you just grind and make a strong team that's honestly what i think you should do because Mm -hmm. like it the seating is based on your score (laughs) uh right but they said they're going to use like a snake pattern which if i remember snake patterns for seating means like the first ranked the ninth ranked the and then so on like that so right, which, I mean, that's that's how a lot of tournaments do because they don't want the best players to play each other early on in a tournament because then you yeah. get like the coolest match happening immediately and you want the coolest match to happen at the end. Yeah. Right. So like I at the same time, like you can you can like job like that, but I don't know if they're going to like change like how the prize pool works or anything like that because there is a cash prize pool supposedly. Uh, But yeah, like I don't know, like part of me is thinking like don't make any progress. Just go around, catch a really good team and build it up. But I'm yeah. not a competitive Pokemon player. I actually yeah. haven't played much of this game. So I'm basically going to be running into this blind ish. I'm using the week before to get used to the game layout and like, OK, here's the general path I should follow and then just kind of winging it from there. Like I have no grand dreams of winning this, but like I'm going to try to not get last basically. Yeah, sure. and like yeah. as someone who played through it, I don't even know what the like path through it is because a lot of the time I was like, should I be going here? I, I guess I could, which is actually kind of great, uh, especially for a Pokemon game that I was just like, I was kind of forced to just like explore and hope I was doing okay. So I couldn't even really tell you like what the ideal way to do it is. Yeah, so I'm curious how this is going to go. Well, but good yeah, luck. That's that's my next week, and that's going to be, I guess, my week of gaming is going to be just figuring out Pokemon Violet. I'm on my way to gym number one now, so uh, it's going to be a lot of work. That's the thing is, like, and now I'm thinking of the gyms, and the first gym I did was the bug one, and then that had yeah, the, that, like... That's yeah. the recommended one, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then that has, like, the outdoor mini game where you have to, like, push the olive around, which is just, just nonsense. And it's like, that's valuable time. You're just going to be wasting, not grinding Pokemon, not even like getting into like interesting battles or, or catching Pokemon. You're just gonna be pushing an olive around for like eight minutes, hoping that it rolls properly so that you can go fight this gym leader. But isn't there like a benefit to getting badges in this one? Or do they get rid of the whole like, Oh, now Pokemon up to this level will listen to you. Did they get rid of that? That's, that's a thing, I guess. Yeah, that is a thing. So I guess at some point, yeah, you would want to get the badges. So now I'm wondering, like, what if someone entered this tournament without any badges? Are they going to allow this person to like, well, when you play online, does that restriction happen as well? Or I have no idea. I have I no idea know. either. And that I'm legit curious about that because, yeah, you can set your levels to to whatever usually like level 50, level 100. Right, because I'm wondering, like, when you play competitive, do they just wipe that or do they say, wait, you haven't gotten all eight badges? It's not even worth you attempting competitive so, because your Pokemon won't listen. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Someone in chat says it's still a thing, but only for traded Pokemon. If you catch the Pokemon yourself, they'll always listen. Okay, okay. so then it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm assuming you're not allowed to trade because that would just break the whole thing. No, they've said no trade, no online stuff. So can't even do online yeah. raids. So Makes no sense. help from the chat in that. Aspect. Oh, OK. I think actually now now that I'm trying to think of some of the some of the like strategies, anytime that you encounter the like shiny, like there's a special not a shiny Pokemon, but there'll be like a sparkly like light beam coming down and it, and then a quote special Pokemon will be there. Those ones are always more powerful. So I think you should just go for every single one of those that you come across. 
I think that would be advantageous. Mm. Oh, cool. Good oh, luck you, oh, hang on. I'm also getting uh, kicked back from the chat about that, too. If you catch an over-leveled Pokemon, it won't listen to you. Okay. It would be hard to catch the overleveled Pokemon anyways, because you'd have to like get to that area. Which what some of them are even overleveled Pokemon too. Like Well, I, I guess it's relating to the, the badges. Also, you won't 20. even be able to get to some of those overleveled areas without defeating the Titans to get the abilities for your your legendary. Cause like it's like, well, I can't climb the walls, I can't get over here. You know, I can't swim, I can't cross the river, blah blah blah, stuff like that. So I don't know, man. Catch the yeah. catch the the pig Pokemon Lechonk, just get six oh. of those. Yep, yeah, just yep. To roll in with a wall of pigs. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> what could go wrong? Badge minimum level goes up by five each time until eight. Hmm. I assume at the eighth badge, you just it hits the cap. So, yeah. Well, I mean, in four hours, you're not going to do all the gym badges. There's absolutely no, no way. That, that's impossible. Yeah, because you and you you can't even get over to those areas without doing the Titans. So I'm going to say in four hours, you could get. Maybe three, I would be surprised if you even got three, because if you're starting from the beginning of the game, you have to get through all of the like introductory nonsense. Yeah, that, that intro is yeah. long. It is. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. So. Yeah, I'd be surprised if you completed two badges, I guess. So now I'm wondering, you're just going to that. That's the other thing. That's why you should grind, because it's like, what is the point in catching getting two badges? You know, you're going to end up with like a what, like a level 20 Pokemon, maybe or just grind like just grind. <laughs> I think that's the way to do it. I don't know. I'm curious to hear about it. So you'll have to let us know. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's like some professional Pokemon channels doing this. So like I like I have no chance, but I just want to at least like win a match. Basically, sure. I think that would be awesome. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, keeping with Nintendo, I finally finished Fire Emblem Engage. Thank God. Congrats. I, I thought there was only 22 chapters, but there's like 27. Wow. Like okay. it just, it just kept going. So I, I definitely got into a point where I'm like, oh man, here we go. Last one. I'm done. I can finally move on and play a different game. Wait, why does this just keep happening? Why, what could be going on with this story? And honestly, this, I thought the story was bad. It gets so cheesy and just dumb in the last bit where it's I was I almost started skipping the cutscenes. I was just so wow. done with this story. It, it was just so dumb and nonsense like. Oh, my God, like it was just like friendship is going to save the day. Here we go. Let's do it over and over again. It's like, OK, I get it. You guys are great friends and everyone is such <laughs> good friends with each other. And yes, friends is better than evil. And I please they just hit that. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, the gameplay is good. I like that game a lot. I'm I'm happy to be done with it, and I can move on to our uh, our Patreon game, Metroid, as well as uh, I can get back and finish up uh, Mario and Rabbids. <clears throat> oh yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, Fire Emblem. It's a good Fire Emblem, but I cannot. The story is so fucking stupid. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's do a bit of news. There's only a tiny little bit of news this week. Uh, that really caught my eye. Ghostwire Tokyo is coming to Game Pass after its oh, year right. of exclusivity on the PlayStation. I don't know if it ever came to... Was it on PC? I think it was on PC. It had to be, yeah. right? Yeah, that's where I played it. Oh, okay. That's true. Yeah. yeah, you don't... Yes, that's true. 
so it's coming to Xbox, uh, the series consoles on April 12th and it will be on game pass. Along with that, it will be getting a new update called the spiders thread, which will have haunting new areas, deeper combat and a challenging new game mode. Hmm. Pass. Well, you already played through it once, right? So you don't need to go through it. I did. Uh, I'm uh, if I'm going to go back to it, I'll probably just start up this one because why not? Yep. Um, and then this next bit of news was actually kind of surprising to me. Uh, it, for the one year anniversary of the Steam Deck, they slashed the price by ten percent for a week. I mean, it's also their spring oh, wow. sale, so I figured they were doing that. But yeah, no, it was surprising to see like the high end model, but the hardware bucks off or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm just shocked that the yeah, they discounted the hardware for sure. So if, if anyone's not kind of on the fence for a Steam Deck, this is probably the cheapest way you'll get one for quite a while. I can't imagine like an actual price drop is coming anytime soon. Um and ten percent, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Anyway, that's that's the news. That's what happened this week. Quiet week. Oh. Very quiet week. Holy okay. cow. Yeah, I don't know why everyone's waiting, but nothing really going on this week. So let's uh Let's go through some emails. We got some good emails this week. As opposed to last week. No, I don't know. I don't remember last week's. I, I don't remember any of this podcast once we, we stopped recording. <laughs> yeah. Was I home no, last I, week? No, I wasn't. You were here last week. That was when you came back for. It was the, the one oh, before that. Oh, you're right. True. Okay. Oh, man, I've been home for two weeks. Never mind. I thought I was only home for like one. Holy smokes. You're getting stir crazy. I don't know about stir crazy. I think just confused about time. It was a lot of travel at once. So it's just like, when when did I do that? Oh, that was then. Everyone in the chat's saying, hey, Nintendo Switch Online got some new Game Boy games. Yeah, what? Kirby's Dream Land 2. Kirby's Dream Land 2, uh, Burger Time Deluxe, uh, SNES got Side Pocket, which is a pool game, and... Oh, crud. What was the last one? If you don't know, you got to turn in your gamer card. I don't think that's how that works, Sean. I, I'm, that's what Nintendo told me. Shit. <laughs> Pretty sure the uh, fourth game, I think, was for GBA. Zevius. There we go. Zevius for NES. Oh, Zevius. Okay. Cool. Uh, if you guys want to send in questions for the show, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Oh, Arctic mentions the uh, Square Enix NFT game got detailed yesterday. Did we have anything on that? I didn't even hear about I, that. I haven't been following it. No, I have no Well, idea. I don't blame anyone for not following it, but like. <laughs> I saw they, they made a post about like, oh, there's gonna be 10,000 NFTs tied to the game or something like that. Oh, good. Yeah, no, I know. Well, now was, I'm definitely gonna look it up because you have me excited. <laughs> I know. I can I can hear the excitement in your voice. Yep. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't know about that. I don't know what account even tweeted it. No, I'm never gonna find that damn thing now, I bet. Yeah, because if you like Google search Square Enix NFT, a lot will come up, unfortunately. Yeah, true. I'm going to read this question now, unless anyone else has anything. You keep but going. I'm gonna feel free to bring it up whenever. About. Rasterman writes, I was recently browsing through the web and found an article that featured a third thumb, a 3D printed thumb extension for your hand controlled by your feet that is attached right next to your pinky finger positioned in a somewhat symmetrical manner to your actual thumb. Let's assume you've been gifted one for your dominant hand and it can move and has the same strength as your regular thumb, would you use this? If so, what would your use cases be? If not, why? Card tricks. 
Okay. You'd be so good at card tricks. I think if I had this, of course I would use this. I wouldn't ignore one of my fingers. <laughs> yeah. I think I think they mean more so the addition, like the little like the 3D printed extension, not literally having a third thumb. Okay. So like I have the option to to attach it or not? Yes. Then okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I probably you've been gifted either. one for your dominant hand. So an extra thumb, like a 3D printed thumb for your uh the other side of your hand that has the exact same right. strength as your main thumb. Yes. I just think getting used to it would be too much for me to be worth it. <laughs> I'm trying to think like what feature or like what ability would I gain that would outweigh having a messed up looking hand for the rest of, you know, how can I take it off? Can I put it on and off? I mean, yeah, you can take it on or off. It's literally like a it's like a glove add on that has the same strength. It's a glove on add on, but it somehow works flawlessly. Okay, okay, like card tricks, I guess. Okay, what what else could you do with that? Carry more groceries up the stairs. Yeah, Yeah, that would depend on your arm strength, but yeah, you'd be able to hold more things in your hand, essentially. There's like small use cases I can think of, but like a big yeah. one is tough. That's the other thing is this is kind of the situation of like, <clears throat> you know, it's the old saying of like, what's the best camera you have? And it's the camera you have on you. So it's like a lot of people who have like fancy cameras. It's like, that's great. But if that camera's not with you, your best camera is like your phone camera because that one's going to be right. with you. Yeah. So is this something where I'm going to have it in my back pocket at all times for those odd scenarios where I'm like, I could whip out some card tricks right now. And I'm like, probably not. Yeah, I don't know. Like a, an extra firm handshake. I don't know what the hell I would even use this thing for. That's true. You would freak that person out, though. So, you know, that could be like a power yeah. play. Oh, yeah. Like a business meeting or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> This is how serious I am. I grew an extra thumb just to get this job done. Well, so then I ask you, Paul, how does that handshake go? Is it just like a strong grip or do you use the bottom thumb to kind of like give like a little tickle? I knew you were saying tickle or caress. God damn it. (laughs) Because you can already do the tickle using your middle finger when you go in if you want to do that. That's already no, a thing. What do you, you, what do you do. mean if I want? Why did to you do just that? know how to do that right away? Just no hesitation. Have you, you know, ever? Like, have you ever? I know the handshake tickle. Yeah, you out? just do it like no. this. No, Ben. Uh, holy shit! You should do it to somebody and then like run away because they're probably gonna hit you. It feels really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? really shitty. You, what? What scenario are you in where that's even like plausible? Because the number of times I'm shaking oh, you're fucking with somebody. Yeah, but the number of times like I'm shaking someone's hand, I probably am meeting this person for the first time. I guess. Honestly, well, I just don't Just be a I shitty person is what we're saying. Just be a shitty person and meet people and just fuck with them. I don't remember the last time I've actually shook somebody's hand because yeah. COVID changed the way everybody even greets each other. Sure. Always. And now it's but all the like, elbows, right? Uh, elbows and fist bumps. Can I put the thumb like the on thing. my elbow? What okay? What use case would that give you? What well, now? I can now I can do a weird tickle elbow bump. Now You're I can right, do elbow push-ups with my thumb. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, could open your doorknob using your elbow when you have your hands full. Okay, actually, that's 
That's not bad. <laughs> that's like the only use case. That might that might be an actual use case. That's the first smart thing I've heard from this question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, let's move on to the next question from Suku Suko. What's the best video game based on an anime? I don't mean anime-esque, so Xenoblade doesn't count, but Dragon Ball Fighter Z does. Nor does Pokemon. The anime came after. Yellow technically gets a pass. Ooh. Okay. Dragon Ball Fighter might anime. have actually been like some Dragon Ball game probably would have been my answer. Yeah, I mean, if if I, I think it's pretty safe to say that Dragon Ball Fighters is the best Dragon Ball Z game. Did people like that One Piece game that came out at the beginning of this year? Was that well received? Odyssey? I never Odyssey. actually heard anything about it after it released. I yeah, me neither. I didn't hear much. But it so I'm guessing no, because people would not shut up about it if it was, I think. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, in that case, though, like I, I would be surprised if people liked it more than Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm just trying to think like which anime games even kind of are like well regarded because those seem a little like few and far between as well. I mean, I there's remember, so many One Piece games that I'm sure some are good. Like Linebeck's mentioning One Piece Pirate Warriors 3. Yeah, that's like considered one of the best uh, Musou okay. games. Okay. Oh, but see, it's a Musou game. So the, you know, the enjoyment level is already like tampered down. Oh, here we go. The, uh, the ceiling yeah. only goes so high on that. <laughs> here we go. Um, um, Homer says Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 because it's just Osura's Wrath. I've heard this actually specifically from him every couple months. <laughs> so <laughs> Astro Boy so, Omega Factor. There's a good one. That one's good. Astro Boy. Okay. Okay. See, these are ones I'm not hearing a lot of people, especially Astro Boy. This is the first time I've heard of that one. There's a Game there Boy a, Advance game. That's why I haven't heard about it in a while. <laughs> sure. Is there a okay. great Gundam game? Oh, there's a I ton. Actually, I actually heard that that most recent one is just Overwatch and apparently it's pretty good. Oh yeah. No, yeah. that's fine. Uh, Overwatch is better than it because, of course, it is. But it's sure. fine. It's a good Overwatch clone. Okay, yeah. but like, there's a bunch of Gundam games. It's like a whole genre of like mobile or like suit, I guess, robot fighting games based on just the Gundam games, like the Versus series. That's like really well regarded. I have a Gundam game for the Wonder Swan. Okay, it's an RPG sure. or beat 'em up. I don't know actually. Okay. It's been a long time since I've booted up my Wonder Swan. <laughs> uh, yellow technically getting a pass. I mean, Pokemon Yellow was fantastic. So yeah, if that yeah. gets a pass, that might be an answer too. Mm. Really doesn't change that much from core red or blue, though. True. Even though it is definitely because like Jesse and James are in it and, and so on. And the Pikachu. Do we all agree Dragon Ball Fighter Z? For this question, Pro- for us. I think it would yeah. be that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. All right, before I read the next one, I looked up stuff on that Square Enix NFT game. It is called okay. Symbiogenesis. The top okay. results, uh, the first result says Symbiogenesis Square Enix NFT game looks like complete <laughs> shit. Okay. That's from Kotaku. Awesome. Uh, but here's the one that actually caught my eye. Square Enix's NFT game will only let three people play the last mission in the game. Symbiogenesis has world missions, which are kind of global events that define that particular story. It's classified as a narrative-unlocked NFT entertainment game. This was lifted straight from the game's website. 
What what is the genre? And what are you doing in this game? Uh it's an RPG apparently. Okay. There's a trailer. There's like a teaser trailer and everything for it. Oh, great. Is this on phones? I don't know. Only three players will be able to participate in this world mission, leaving other players as spectators of the outcome. I hate where video games are going if this picks up any traction. This is not I don't think it will. There, no. But I hate this. <laughs> Although I did, I did get a GDC email, like press release email this week, that the subject line was something like, Web3 isn't done with the game industry yet. And I felt threatened. yeah man the site confirms symbiogenesis will have 10,000 nfts and that each character's nft will give you bonuses owning a character nft brings various game utilities you can read the story that this in-game character possesses by logging in once per day you will gain member rank experience points and slot release points based on the number of character nfts you own you are able to issue a character replica Clearing a chapter's great mission while owner of a character NFT associated to the same chapter will reward you with this chapter's NFT dragon art. To be fair, only three people are going to play that game. It's one of the best comments I've seen about this. (laughs) (laughs) The idea of, like, not having a backlog of games where this is, like, your next priority is absurd. Man, what if, like, somebody said, congrats, you three are the three that get to see the ending? That would be the best TDP Plus advertisement Oh, my ever. God, wouldn't it ever? Holy shit. <laughs> would it, it's a shame like, that we had but, to play that nonsense to get it, though. That's, I, I, that's, <laughs> that's the other thing. Is it's like, if someone gave me the, op, like, the opportunity to be one of those three, it's like, I don't care. Like, I, do, like, I don't even want yeah. to. I have so many other things I'd rather do with my free time. <laughs> No, I would definitely do it, record it, and then throw it up for people to watch or whatever. I would definitely do that. Mainly because okay. fuck, fuck that shit. All right, the actual question from Mashed Potato. Recently, I have been working on a master's degree that has me doing a large amount of computer work. Do you have suggestions to deal with eye strain or sitting for long periods of time? I've made sure to turn my blue light filter on, but other suggestions would be greatly appreciated. Set a timer for standing. Straight up. Yes. Yeah. You can here. Let me show you this. This what is works for my ADHD, like. but like it is, it's great for other things. This timer is a, a timer that, depending on which uh, side you've got it on, will set a timer that That's runs. Sick. Uh, okay. So you're just like, okay, give me a 15 minute timer, and then it'll beep when it's done, and then I know to stand up. I've seen um, cubes like that. Yeah. Just okay. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was also going to go the standing route. Um, I want something I started doing when the pandemic hit since I was no longer commuting to work, which was almost like two hours worth of standing on the train is I started gaming standing up uh, for oh, sure. uh, for an hour or two a day. <clears throat> Usually like the beginning of my gaming sessions, I will like stand in my living room and play. And then as I, you know, if it's later in the night, I'll, I'll sit down on the couch and, and relax and stuff. But just because I did, I knew I was going to be sitting and being stationary for a long time where I was like, I need to get some standing back in my, in my routine. So yeah, maybe standing desk. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Blue, the blue lights already a good (laughs) idea. Just like take breaks to like, let your eyes like focus off into the distance and just get your eyes like relaxed. I would also have to do 
go a ahead. lot of stuff i i like going outside and just like looking at a horizon line like something <laughs> far away something green just, something alive just so that like my eyes aren't like just looking at or like focus on something right in front of me for a little bit it's a little more relaxing i would also um be careful of like your wrists you know a lot of computing and yeah. Do do stretches yeah. absolutely do those like like ones like even some of them are just really simple but they can just help a ton. Yeah, that's why I, I do this a lot. Although my wrists also sound like cement mixers because they click as I'm doing this. Mine so, do you too. Know, yeah, yep. so yeah, my, mine maybe, do as well. Maybe. But mine also might be from all the like weight lifting I've put onto these wrists. Yeah. Um, sure, I think the 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 key thing here is to just change your environment. Like, don't just yes. be at the computer. Do find some way to break it up and yep. and and don't like mm-hmm. go watch tv you know do something that is not right. screen related whether it's read a book or or like paul said go outside and, and look another human being in the face yeah that that helps actually a decent amount <laughs> honestly Uh, the Phantom Aegis writes, Ahoy, TDP crew, you are given an opportunity to visit Japan together for two weeks as vacation. All compensations will be taken care of for all of you. The catch Heck. is two bonus videos for the TDP plus Patreon on your visit there. I guess we have to make two videos. What yeah. kind of ideas would you like to make content for this hypothetical trip? Arcades. Arcades and game stores. Arca- yeah, I mean, that's an easy layup for sure. I, uh, I think the problem game, with the arcades ahead. is a lot of them won't let you bring a camera in and record in there. So mm. we have to probably, I was going to say the arcades are really hard because they're very noisy. Also that, uh, yeah. game stores would be super easy to do, uh, yes. from like an audio perspective, but also just like, look at these crazy things that are here. Look at these gems I am finding. Um, I think another easy one is uh food. Yes, yeah, I mean, I one. agree. Um, Tourism, like there's so many easy options. Like, Yeah, I mean, one of the videos would probably just literally be a vlog, right? Cut up of some of the like cool shit we did. Like yep. that's an easy layup. Over the course there. of the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. We could just steal Jeff Gersman's raid, the raid where he goes to Japan and just buys a bunch of shit for like a day and then leaves. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have two weeks there, so. Yeah. Um, and then, and it would definitely be one of those trips where you got to take another extra bag, like an empty bag with you because of all the stuff you're going to buy. Because when I was in Japan, I was definitely putting games in my family's suitcases. Who has, who has free space? I got some games for you because mine's full. I definitely had to do that. Yeah. That would be fun. Absolutely. Waste of resources writes, is there a genre you like a lot, but don't necessarily care about its roots slash landmark games? For example, most roguelike fans have never played Rogue. That's a great example. I was going to say example. roguelike, yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, I don't really think people need to play Metroid 1. I Dude, love Metroid 1 sucks. Yeah, Metroid 1 is <laughs> hard to go it. back to. That's, there's a reason I got a remake. Yep. Even Metroid 2 is also hard to go back to. Not as, but still. Yep. I was about to say, I'm going to be that guy and say Metroidvanias because Castlevania and Metroid are nowhere near the top of my favorite game series. I think Castlevania 1 still kind of holds up, but like Castlevania 2 is 
where they try the Metroidvania combination, and it's not that good. Even as someone who likes that game, it's not that good. So. I'll still say it. I'll say Metroidvania because the landmark one is Symphony of the Night, and I fucking hate Symphony of the Night. I can't Ooh. stand that game. That's Symphony the one I has would some go bad with. decisions, but I still think it's a good game overall. If they remade it with like a few changes, I would definitely be more warm to it, I think. Mm. I'm shocked they haven't done a remake of Symphony of the Night. Me too. Like that just seems yep. like a slam dunk. Like how are they how have they not done that? Konami. Right, Konami. Yep, true. Yeah. Yeah, okay. What other what other genres uh, though? Alone in the Dark is the first real survival horror game and it blows chunks. Yep. It sucks. Good example. Okay, so then it I'm starting to I feel like the theme here is that since the genres are kind of established, it's like it's it's not often we get a new genre. The games are going to be so old that they're probably going to play pretty poorly. What is a genre where you're like the first one? It's like, no, it is still good. I mean, we can pick a younger one like Battle Royale. That that's what I'm saying. That's that is the only thing I can think of that of new genres. So like, let's not do Battle Royale. I guess platformer Uh, because Mario is still good, but Mario's not the first platformer. platformer. What's the first plat? Is it Pitfall? Is that the first platformer? Probably. It's I, one of them. I don't yeah, think you need to play Pitfall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. First person shooters with like Wolfenstein and stuff like that. Rhythm games. What's a, what's a, what's one of like the first rhythm games the we can think of? First rhythm game. Oh, man. Because like. You can't even, like DDR isn't even like the first rhythm game because Parappa I think came first. Oh man, I think I'm, you're I'm, right. That's I'm, weird I'm, to think what, about. I'm trying to think with like a with a, with like a note highway. Is it like amplitude? The 1996 game Parappa the Rappa has been credited as the first true rhythm game and as one of the first music based games in general. Listen. You don't have to. I love that game with all of my heart. Nobody don't has to play that game. Go back to Parappa One. Nobody has to play that game. The sinking in that game is awful. It's really bad. Yeah. Okay, but if we're talking about the genre of muscular men running in a line together while you make the poses with the Wiimotes, you do have to go back and play Muscle March on the Wii. I did play that last year, <laughs> so like I agree, it holds and, up. And your eyes were opened, <laughs> sure. And, and everything in your life just clicked into place. Yeah, it's true. You started standing a little taller. Yeah, yeah, like a perfect silhouette. I'm starting to think all genres started with a bad game, except Battle Royale, I guess, because it's super new. I mean. To be fair, how many games can you think of that the first game is better than the second game? How many series can you think of that being the case? The first game is better than the second game. Because that's kind of what we're arguing right now. It's just like, oh yeah, the first game of this genre is definitely better than the second game that the same company put out. Now I'm just trying to think of a series where the first one's better than the second one. I mean, Castlevania, for me, is like the easy answer. Because Castlevania 1 is still a classic and 2 fair. is still shit on. Yeah, that's fair. But People not because Dark it Souls, played Souls. better. Which technically, I kind of... Dark I Souls can, is way yeah. better than Demon's Souls, though. Oh, and Zelda Souls is better than Zelda 2. 
No, I don't agree with that. But well, I mean, I, I a know lot you of people wouldn't. do. Yeah. Man, when I, movies, yeah. the Fast and Furious is better than Too Fast, Too Furious. That's very true. Yeah. Does that count? With movies, that actually happens a lot. Yeah. The first one is usually better than this. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not even usually it, anymore. It's games, it's the reverse, but yeah, movies are usually games because like the, they can the improve what was wrong. They can straight up, yeah. Although I like Austin Powers 2 more than Austin Powers 1, but yeah, like little things like that. That's fair, actually. Yeah, I could see that. But they're both better than 3. Battle Royale's existed since N64 days? What? Yeah, 64. Has it Battle Royale? Is it four people? Because that doesn't, that doesn't count. No, we're talking like the actual genre of Battle Royale, which is like usually like, was it 20 plus players usually? Yeah, like, it has to yeah. be a large amount of players. Uh, it has to be a large players. amount. I think it has to involve like the circle closing. And permadeath. It can't yeah. be just a death match of 30. So that would, that would be well, no, because the mod was for Apex, like Apex, you can revive people and Fortnite, you can revive people now. Yeah, but when you, your team's done, you're done. I mean, like when you can't count like there's... I can't remember the name of the game. There's a PS2 game, which was like 64 V 64 or something like giant. You're thinking thing. of uh, mag massive action game. That was yeah. PS3. Shit that was like PS3. that doesn't count. Yeah, well, well I don't think that had like one versus closing and stuff, man. One versus 100. That's the best game show game. That's probably that's not the first game show game. What's the first game yeah. show game? There, what's there's a oh, question. It's probably some wheel of fortune. It's absolutely gotta be some wheel of fortune or jeopardy wheel of fortune. Yeah, what do you think the first like video game game show conversion was? Wheel of Fortune is oh. like an easy one because because they probably they would want to code the wheel. They would want to. It's like, probably like Family Feud or something that's text based. It's got to be something like that. Yeah, that's gonna be an annoying one to kind of like hunt down. Yeah, but I'm I'm betting it's one of the Hangman for the Atari. Okay. I mean, that's basically <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good question. Is Family Feud a Battle Royale because it's 100 people's answers? <laughs> but the answers aren't fighting each other. That's true. And there's no circle closing. But there is Steve yeah, Harvey. I have the circle. Yeah, there he is. All I don't right. remember Dad whose turn it is. Nope. It's mine. Okay. Dead writes in and says, is there any mod or randomizer that elevates the game's experience enough where you would recommend replaying it, uh, replaying with it to someone who only somewhat enjoyed the original game and stopped before finishing it? Oh, I mean, is the, the easy answer is like mods that make Defense the experience the more modern. <laughs> Dota. Sure. Like mods that like upscale games and stuff or like fix things. I don't know that those count because that's not exactly, I think, in the question he's asking. Yeah, I don't know if fixing the bugs counts as elevating the game experience in this in this regard. In in this regard. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Elevate a game's experience. See, like one. Ocarina of Time Rando or Zelda Randos are being talked about. But the thing is, is that I'm not going to recommend a Rando for somebody who didn't play the Legend of Zelda game. Because this question is, 
Is there a modern randomizer that elevates the game's experience where you'd recommend playing it to someone who only somewhat enjoyed the original game? Oh, I don't think you're going to get Colin's got a great example. Donkey Kong 64 tag anywhere. I don't even know what that is, but anything to make Donkey Kong 64 better is probably. Yeah. So you you don't have to go to a tag barrel to switch Kongs. You just press a button. Yeah, that's way better. You're right. That's way better. I still don't. I still think if you weren't enjoying Donkey Kong 64, it probably wasn't exclusive to the reason of I have to keep going to these barrels to switch Kongs. It's probably not, but it does make the flow of the game go a lot faster. Sure. Yeah. And I bet and a lot of the mo- yeah. mods will do. I But I, again, with Paul, I just don't think it, it would change someone's mind. So I'm trying to think of a game that has a randomizer that's added in that would change it. But like, right. Really ju- I can think of games with randos, but I can't think of any that would be like this changes the experience enough to recommend. Totally. I feel like this is one of those questions where there's such an obvious answer that we're going to know like an hour later and it's like should have said that. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> the Doom mod where they put a bunch of uh, home improvement sound effects in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that one's one. pretty great. I think Skyrim is probably an answer here because that modding community has done so much. You could literally play some other game in Skyrim at this point. Sure. That yeah, I guess we're not counting count. games like Little Big Planet where you can just make content or Mario Maker where you make content. AM2R I wouldn't count either because that's a, a remake. Essentially, yeah. that's just that's not a mod or a randomized. That's literally just another version of that game. Yeah, no, true. Well, I, I mean, yeah. So if we go back to like the the Little Big Planet Mario Maker example, I would be curious to hear if someone said, I don't like Little Big Planet, but I found this one game mode in there and now it's my now I play it consistently. I'd, I'd be surprised if that person exists. I mean, like I said, there are examples of just like character created stages that people like, like defense of the agents or of the, of the yeah. ancients rather uh, in Warcraft three, like little like custom modes like that. But they're, they're mainly for people who already like the game. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I'm going to read this next one. It's an email one. I forgot to move over <clears throat> from okay. I have a hive. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I have what video games <laughs> slash fictional character do you think would like the same games you do? And then there's a follow up based on what we pick. The dude from the wizard. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know um about me. I think Dante from Devil May Cry would like every game John plays. <laughs> I don't know why he just seems like he would be really into that like really fast hack and slash 3d platformy type things he's who I modeled my life around clearly so that that's yeah yeah I feel like he'd be really bad at these games and be like he won't absolutely this is and then he would just like quit after like 12 minutes sure but I'm gonna pick with pizza and then he's entertained he's fine what I forget his name the main character in um hi-fi rush Oh, okay. Shit. What's, what's his name? Too. Forgot it too. It's like, it's, like Zan, it's like Zan or something like that. It's not not even that long of a name. I don't think there's a Z in it, but I could be mistaken. Are you looking it up, Paul? No. Oh, I, I thought guess you were I, I could. Child. So I, 
Chai. Yeah, it's Chai. That's right. Chat's okay. got it's Chai. Um, so wait, did we all pick one? I picked Chai. You picked Dante. What John did you pick? Oh, the kid from Wizard. Got it. The kid from the Wizard. <laughs> the kid from the Wizard's hilarious. That's a now good one. put these characters in a room and have them play a few rounds of Mario Party. What are the odds <laughs> of a fight breaking out or one of them blowing up the house? Dante's there, so yes. I and like, dude, that happens in normal life. Like, <laughs> there's gonna be problems <laughs> when pe- normal people play it. <laughs> so. I think I think Chai enjoys his time. Maybe. Like, I don't see yeah. Chai getting upset at it because I just don't see him like getting upset. Dante, I think, does get upset, but I almost think instead of like getting ang- like aggressive about it, he just like leaves. Okay, the kid from the wizard isn't upset because he's the one winning. Yeah, absolutely. He's the best because he has yeah. the power glove. Chai might know how to play games. He's he's got the look. True. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah, so so I feel like Dante just stands up and goes home because he's an adult with responsibilities. Um, yeah, that sounds it, it like It depends him. on true. which Dante, because young Dante absolutely <laughs> would shoot the TV. That's true, yeah. But And so Chai and the kid from The Wizard continue playing, and then because it's Mario Party, somehow Dante wins. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even holding the controller. How's he doing this? Yeah. Weird. All right, final question then from VGC Kenny is, is there a game where you do love the gameplay, but it's the weakest feature of the game? This is easy for me. No, there isn't a game that like that. Because I care about gameplay more than anything else when I play a game. So if I love the gameplay, that's the best feature of that game probably for me. I would say almost every visual novel. So you love the gameplay of... Every visual novel. Because it's just turning pages in a book, basically. I was going to say oh. Phoenix Wright's a great example because it's basically just press a button and click on a screen for, like, finding items but or, like, flip a couple pages. But it's basically just reading a book. The writing is Actually, better. you know, sorry, I think I've read this question wrong. I was picking games that the gameplay is bad. It's, like, the no, weakest feature, but I love games. The gameplay is good, but it's, the, everything else is better. So the question is actually the gameplay is bad, but you love it. <laughs> right <laughs> basically yes. the thing yeah or not bad but like the weakest thing so yeah because i was trying Everything to say else like is just you know so visual better. novels i can like them a lot but the part where they like try and make me do like a, a puzzle is usually the weakest part that i don't enjoy and i want to get back to like the cool mystery story oh you know what i'll give an answer actually i thought about it a little bit more probably final fantasy like all of them like I was going to say Final Fantasy 14. I don't like the MMO aspect, but like everything I've seen about it otherwise, like the story in that looks cool. Like I like how seven remake pl- uh, plays, but like it's obviously the shittiest part of seven remake. <laughs> I thought it was walking down long hallways. Or like <laughs> shimmying down like little like thin alleyways and shit. I was actually like going to say, I think seven remakes gameplay is pretty good because the combat system is pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. But like I care about those characters and that story more than the gameplay. That's kind of like the closest answer I have, I think. Yeah, this is a hard question. So it has to be any gotcha to, game. But but you love that gameplay? 
It's addictive. Does that count as love? This is hard. You have to love it, but it has to be the weakest part of it. So, like, are you just picking, like, an extremely good game where it just so happens that if you were, like, scoring each section of the game, it it got the lowest part? Man. That's a tough question, honestly. It's it's such a weirdly worded question. That's why I still think the answer is no. No. Because if I love the gameplay, it's probably not the weakest feature yeah. of the game. It's like, hey, I love this gameplay, but this music, I double love it. And this art style, you know what? I super love it. When he when he uh, listens to this, VGC Kenny, I want you to write. And what is the game you were thinking of when you made this question? Like, what's your answer? Because I'm curious. Because he must have had one in mind. Yeah, I'm thinking like I have no idea. Sea of Thieves? Spearfarer is close. Yeah. Mindback says Undertale combat's alright, but not a strong point. I see, I, I disagree with I that. Could I could see that. Like, I like how Undertale does the combat because it just feels I do different. too. Actually, I'm gonna completely disagree, and I think the combat is the best part of Undertale. Not because the story. It's so novel and different. Yeah, I think it's better than the story. The because uh, every the fight music? is completely different. Oh, the music's really good. Maybe it's not as good as the music. And there's that <laughs> skeleton guy. Okay, which which yeah. one? I don't know. The one that the kid ha- <laughs> the kids have on their shirt. Sans. Yeah. Okay. It's like yeah. Do people have papyrus on their shirt? Someone probably does, right? Sure probably all right that's gonna do it for questions thanks everyone for submitting if you want to submit a question for next week top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel or john's p.o box what's your game of the week Fortnite baby <clears throat> uh the finals i'll say what is the finals it's uh i don't know not a battle royale really but like a team-based competitive thing okay mine's fire moment yeah. gauge for the last time Woo. You're, you're free now until there's some dlc you want to play which there probably won't be no they've announced <laughs> dlc there's like a no i mean pass. dlc that you want to play yeah i probably won't go back to it you're right uh, <laughs> see i know i know yeah yeah i'll do it i'll see you guys in two weeks because i will be at pax next week have fun at oh, PAX okay. and gdc yes We'll do. Yeah, have fun. Bye. Safe trip. Bye, everybody.